0: Welcome to Meditation Jam, my name is Maria and I am your host and today I have Silla Lee visiting this podcast and I think we got to know each other in the mid 90s, she is an intuitive coach, therapist, she does body work, she works with EFT and psychosynthesis as some of her tools and we are going to dive a little bit into her work and do a round of EFT where we are going to work with anxiety and it was a beautiful session so I hope you will enjoy it and straight after we go into meditation the interview takes about one hour and I would recommend that after this interview before you start the meditation since we've done this EFT work that you Just press the pause button and uh, maybe have some drink of water or shake your body or just stand up, just release and then you can start with the meditation. Otherwise it can be a bit much uh, with both the EFT and meditation. Yeah, let's start and now I would then like to welcome my beautiful friend Silla. Okay, so today I say warm welcome to you, Silla. I hope you have had a lovely summer.
1: Oh, yes, thank you. And thank you for having me here. And uh, yes, I really had a,
0: a beautiful time this summer. Good. So, mm. you, you work as a coach and therapist, and I also know that you are highly intuitive. Um, mm. And you work with different tools as uh, with your coaching. But how long have you been working as a therapist and a coach?
1: I started at 2007 to work as a therapist. But before then, I had groups
0: on healing and and other stuff.
1: So, but as a therapist,
0: I started to work at 2007. Yeah. And uh, what got you started? How come you got into this? Well, really, I just wanted a
1: shift in my... uh, I worked in a bank before, and I always felt that it wasn't really me, not all the way, even though it was really nice in very many perspectives. So this was, uh, in the beginning, just a change of of, uh, focus where where to work. And what I knew was that I, I really loved meeting with people, that's when my heart began to sang, when I was, you know, one to one or one to a group. And so mm. So I chose um, a path which included that meeting with other people.
0: Wow. So, yeah, that's a big step going from a bank to. Uh, <laughs> to yeah. Have you always because I see you as uh, very intuitive. Have you always accepted that or, you know, let that be a part of your life or was it more? in the later years?
1: No, but I, I have always been intuitive and, uh, and a seeing person. Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't let that uh, guide me because I was, um, in, well, I, I was uh, convinced by the school and the system and the ordinary way to, uh, to go in life that uh, I should do different kind yeah. of stuff. So, I I have always been intuitive, but I haven't really listened to that so much in the beginning, in the well, from 10 to 25, maybe. Mm. I didn't listen to it so much, I didn't let it guide me.
0: Mm. In your uh, practice today, I've said you uh, you are an intuitive therapist and you work with EFT that we're going to talk a little bit more about and psycho yeah. uh, synthesis practitioner. But what is this? What is it you do? <laughs> what magic do you put out there? I think
1: the the magic that uh, happens is um, well there there is like a, more like a releasing that people come to me that all they are already on their way to become something and i help them to become that their soul is longing for Hmm. and whatever that is better relationship shift of uh, job shift of perspective in life becoming more spiritual whatever uh, i'm there like a facilitator to uh, remove the shell from the from
0: the flower Hmm. yeah so that is what i do that is what i help oh that's beautiful and can you can you see, because if you started in 2007, uh, I mean, all this kind of energetic work and coaching, it's uh, started to bloom more. Can you see that you have, there are more people opening up to this kind of uh, guidance in life? Well, yes. I mean, there are more.
1: I, I was thinking about that. It's, it's more like courage, I think. Mm-hmm. Courage to um, think about shifting career uh, job, courage to end a relationship, courage to um, questioning the motherhood, the parenting, the the way of living the yeah so there there is a lot more questioning coming up and also a lot more courage in really acting on that um, that uh, realizations so yes
0: I think yeah. so. and mm. and I was just thinking because you and I we are in the same age um, age group and yeah. uh, of course, When you come to, you know, when you start to move over the 50s (laughs) and Mm. then you start to and I I see it all around me as well. You start to more questioning your the way you took in life and is that is this really what you want to do? And um, you start kind of broadening your mind. And can you feel because what I feel with the younger people, they are already more open. So do you have like a specific age group coming to you or is it? wide. Well it's wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like from from teenager
1: to um, senior. So but I'm not sure that I really agree that every every young person is already there because I feel that some some are not. They have they have yet to open their eyes. So I don't feel there are a specific group of people but of course as you say, that when you have lived a perspective long enough and you kind of have gathered enough proof that this isn't working, I've done that, I've been there, and still I'm not that total in happiness or whatever the goal Mm. is, then you are more motivated in in doing the changes. So Mm. maybe like, I, I think around 40s, around when people are around 40 50 that's when they really are motivated in changing their lives
0: and usually also I'm thinking at that age you maybe have a more solid ground to stand on and when you're younger you're trying so much so you don't really know what you want yet
1: yes yes yeah and maybe some young people they I, I have such a Always lovely persons around me, of course, and the young people that are really striving for uh, living the life they know that that is possible. They still haven't the you know the firm ground under their feet when you, as when you are 40, 50. Yeah. But they have all the inspiration. They have all the
0: energy of creating it, but it's it's not always that easy. And I think it's not easy because I'm, I'm just about to, I'm writing a book and I talk a lot about figuring out what we want, our like core want in life. and mm. Because when we don't have that, then it is really hard to find a path. That's part of being young, of course, to try mm. different areas and see where do you fit in.
1: Yes. And maybe the idea that, uh, It's leading somewhere, like they see a long, long way, and in the end, I'm going to be successful. Mm. So it's still the personal, individual way of looking at it. Mm. And maybe it's getting more easy if it's not that stuck to that individual path, if you uh, see what I mean.
0: Yeah.
1: We follow the heart, and uh, sometimes it surprises us, oh, this was the way I was going to, and yeah. wow, this was the people I was supposed to meet. And yeah, and the mental mind cannot like think, so it's not that smart. So it maybe it doesn't know what we want. Yeah. But, um, what do you think about that? No, I think Does that's the same. mind. Know?
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. The mind is there t- for me. The mind is there too, as a co-captain, to help us get what we want. But it's it's. Um, if you want to be like uh, true peaceful and true happiness and all this it needs to come from the heart because and it's so much more intelligent than than our, our mind because of course our mind is colored with uh, society and upbringing and um, borders and and everything so and the heart is just free so yeah, yeah. I, def- I definitely yeah. agree and it's like the, the
1: masculine and the feminine energy mm-hmm. like there there is one Structured way. Hmm, this is my structured way. And then there's the feminine energy, which is more like the hormone cycle goes up and goes down and cannot go straight. It's unnatural for that kind of energy. But they need to go like, you know, together. They need yeah. to go together. But it definitely must uh, be room for that up and down and surprising turns and not knowing. That I think is important to welcome in life.
0: We don't know. Yeah, it and that's mm. so hard. <laughs> because yeah. because you know, you want to have the the, um, the final result before you get yeah. there. And I think that's why as we are going to talk about the EFT, the Emotional Freedom Technique, and maybe your other uh, psycho-synthesis uh, praction- practitioner as well, with finding tools to move past our mind and go yeah. straight to our body. That is
1: yes, yeah, definitely. yeah. So that I know that is what I love about EFT. That is so good on that.
0: Yeah, and and I know mm. EFT uh, emotion freedom technique. A lot of people heard about it, but I'm sure there are uh, some people who hasn't. So if you were to just explain what it is,
1: I think it's sorted under energy therapy because it uh, it goes it focuses on your well, in my opinion, it focuses on your body and the energy that flows in your body. And the way of looking at challenges in energy therapy is that there are like kind of blockages in your energy in the body. And the energy flows like the blood in kind of structured ways in the body. So uh, whenever you tap into a problem or a longing that is not manifested yet, then you like tap into where the energy has stagnated. Mm-hmm. And you uh, get it flowing. And for me, it's um, well, so emotional freedom techniques. It says something that it has to do something with it. emotions, not mental freedom techniques. Yeah. So we look for emotions and we look also, at least I do that. We look where in the body is this emotion. Do you feel it? Was that an explanation? (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, yes. And and,
1: and, and
0: with your years as uh, practicing this, can you see that, okay, so this is a blockage and that is usually connected to that area, like for the same people. Say you have a blockage about, for example, money or abundance. Do you know, okay, so it's Mm. usually in this area or does it come in different areas depending on other things coming with you in your energy as well? and with area
1: do you mean area in the body? Yeah, in your and yeah, area in yeah. the body. Well, I was thinking about, you know, when you when you say money and abundance or whatever you it's like the surface. It's like the mental understanding of this kind of energy. Hmm. And when you go into the body, maybe you you call it fear. And when you go into that fear, maybe it's like a fear of projection or something Mm. so when we come into the energy the money word or the abundance word is not used any longer because it's all about fear then Mm. and maybe you have long-rooted memories according to that fear and suddenly it's about your daddy or whatever Mm. I don't feel that or at least I don't keep a list Mm. um, because I'm not that structured (laughs) <laughs> I just go individual. Mm-hmm. When, when the clients come, I, I ask them, where do you feel this? Where in the body are you feeling it? And most often is in, in the upper body. It's mm-hmm. in, like in the chest, in the heart, or somewhere like that. There's where we, in the stomach, where emotions often gathers. Mm-hmm. And I haven't like sorted out that this... Uh, Lack of abundance have a special place in the right chest or well right yeah. side of the chest or something like that. I haven't structured that out. My my thinking of it is that it is um, quite floating. I don't feel that it is. Uh, oh, now it feels here because even though in, when we are start tapping on some problem. Mm -hmm. and tapping is the thing that we do we tap on different uh, points on the body then the sensation can also move so if it starts in the chest it it's now in the stomach and then it uh, hurts in my left foot or Mm -hmm. something like that so it's a moving sensation in the body
0: yeah so it's not because I'm thinking when you're working with like chakras they are all Uh, connected to different parts of life and and, uh, symbolic if it's like our uh, fear or if it's self-worth or whatever so this has nothing to do with that but this is more the overall energy flow in in our body that is as you say moving around yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: so when I do I also do body therapy Mm -hmm. and when and there I can see a lot more what you are talking about the chakras and the whatever they are uh the meaning of every chakra, you can see a special structure in the body, yeah. which I, I think is uh, similar. If you have this kind of problem, you can see this kind of body mm. and uh, stiffness there and whatever. You can see the similarities. Mm. But when when you talk about energy, I think it's more floating when it's not as structured as the physical manifestation of the body.
0: Mm. That is my thinking anyway mm, it sounds it sounds right <laughs> yeah. So how did you get started with EFT?
1: Well I was like I had uh, I had just finished my psychosynthesis education uh, four year at that time and uh, I was so keen on helping people. I was so keen on helping them in the most effective way. Mm-hmm. And I happened to see a program on television that uh, used EFT. There was a woman who was, um, she couldn't stop eating chocolate. She was sugar addicted, addicted, mm-hmm. uh, or at least to chocolate. So, and within one hour, they could free her from that addiction. And they checked her up three months later, one year later, and she was still free from that. And I was thinking that I would never have been able to do that with ordinary therapy as I taught it Mm. as I've been taught so then I was so interested in this quick way of dealing with different problems so I started to learn it by then 2008 I think it it was yeah that was how I get started
0: Mm. and do you feel when you have a client coming in is this where your intuitive um, side sets in that, OK, today I'm going to use EFT or today I'm going to use the body work or uh, are they more asking for it or how do you use it in that way?
1: Yeah, I, I, I present myself as a therapist in most cases, and that means that we, st- we start up by sitting and talking. Mm-hmm. and then I can feel like, oh, I need to touch their body, if you see what I mean. There is something with their body, and then I suggest that,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: there is, uh, one can definitely say no to that. And I often do tapping, but I do that as a part of the session. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, there is individuals that tapping is not the best for,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: most of my clients feel there is a sensation, I mean, there is a shift.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and they come they come more quickly down from their mental story and down to what it is really about with tapping mm. so i think it is really yes you 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 presented me as an intuitive coach and that is where i feel that are we doing the psychosynthesis therapy are we tapping are we doing the body work what are we doing in that i feel in the moment and normally I don't like when people, there is people coming in to see me as only tapping. I, we want 60 minutes of tapping. Ah. And I feel that I want to do more because I feel that tapping is just one method among several. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful method. And I think it's, it's such a nice method for everyone to learn because, because it's such a quick method to use when you are stressed and not feeling feeling calm and everything Mm. but still I think it's it's best with different tools Mm. it's like an orchestra you need drums you need a violin you need a guitar Mm. and it's getting kind of boring if you just have the guitar at least in my
0: opinion. I love that description. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that it's like an orchestra and you need all the, because of course, also I think sometimes we can get a bit, not manic, but you get stuck in, okay, this is working, so we're only going to do this. And then that may, might, you know, create a blockage in itself because there is a, a flow that we can't always know until we approach it or until we get it. So we can't just, okay, it's only this or it's only that. Then we leave out all the magic or the other possibilities.
1: Yeah. And I think that is also the the version I've heard from people who, before me, they have gone to people who is only EFT practitioners. Mm. They have only used the method and that I feel like a kind of rigid not like the flowing humanity, not the flowing flow, what do you call it? Like there's no connection. It's only we do this method. It's yeah. too much sometimes. You need to take a breath and uh, see
0: what is, what does the heart wants now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe just wants to go out and hug a tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And not being like proud, no, we said sixty minutes tapping stay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. but so have you seen any uh, change in people's issues as they come into y- you over the last years? Is it like uh, I mean now is people coming in about corona fear or is it um, is it the same? Are we like the basic, uh, we have the basic <laughs> fears or the basic issues and it doesn't matter uh, what time we live in or.
1: Yeah, I, I have like a, um, I don't know if I'm surprised, but when the clients come to me, mm-hmm. we never talk about Corona fear. Mm. I mean, it is as it's not happening. And I don't know why, because. I can hear that people are afraid and that it's affecting a lot of people. Mm. But when they come to me, we don't talk about Corona nearly at all. Mm. And uh, so it's uh, in that way, the ordinary life problems. Mm. Um, But then again, the latest years, I can feel that um, there is so much more, you know, the layers are thinner, it's um, higher speed what you call it, Mm -hmm. so people come closer to, it goes quicker nowadays, and they are more willing to change their life, as I said before, and I think it is more spiritual connections, and spiritual can be as I'm closer to life, I find my um, heart more often, I, I find the nature more often, or something like that. Mm. So it doesn't have to involve the word divine or something like that. Mm. So
0: yeah. so that is really, uh, because I'm thinking about this now, as you said, the wheels are thinner and you know, there has been a shift in the energy that we are now opening in our heart to to hear it and letting our mind get into second second um, position. That kind of uh, answered my question that do you see that in in people when they come in? But you do then because it goes quicker and yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. I I love getting confirmed that this is actually happening. And as you say, whether uh, whether you are spiritual or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because if spiritual
1: is a word that Mm. uh, kind of uh, is repelling to you, it's not about being spiritual. It's Mm. like being where do you find your source or where do you find your calmness or where do you find happiness that is not so easily uh, moved Mm. I mean, it's about that. And if you call that spiritual or not, it's not the word that is important
0: at Mm. all. I love that. (laughs) So I'm thinking, is it possible? Do you think we can do a short round of uh, tapping on any subject that you know that many people um, have or would it be possible?
1: Yes, it would definitely be possible. Mm -hmm. The the first thing to know about EFT is the uh, acupressure points or the points that we are tapping on. So I will go through those points and um, you who listen, please find those points with me, even if you're not that interested in tapping or no. So please try it anyway. And even if we talk about something that it's not individual for you there is a word in uh, the EFT which is called borrowing benefit that is that you can get a lot of calmness and clarity even though this is not your subject so please tap along but the first thing we do that is to find the tapping points and the first tapping point is on your hand and it's uh, on the side of your hand between your uh, wrist and the little finger on the fleshy bone, fleshy part. When you tap on that point, you take two fingers from the other hand and you tap gently in the middle of that fleshy part. The second point, and I will, I will repeat those points. You don't have to remember them. Uh, it's in the inner eyebrow, just where the nose uh, begins, between the nose and the inner eyebrow. You tap there. The point after that is uh, next to your eyes, eye, uh, on the bony part. And it doesn't matter which side, which eye you, right or left, it doesn't matter. And the point after that is under your eye, also on the bony part. Next point is under your nose, between your upper lip and your nose. Next point is your below your lower lip, you below your mouth and your chin in between there. And the next point is under your collarbone. The point after that is under your arm. So if you are, a, I mean, if you're a woman and you wear a bra, that is where your band to the bra is. And if you're a man, you just you can imagine where that is. The point after that is uh, on the top of the head. And those are the points I will use today. There are more points, but uh, I use those. So where we start is on the left, on our hand, on that, on the side of our hand. And that's where you describe the problem because EFT starts with describing the problem. So it's, in that way, a negative focus kind of like, or most cases, we do that anyway. And I was thinking of tapping on anxiety.
0: Hmm.
1: And what is anxiety? And I feel like it's kind of a little stress, and it can be fear, it can be sadness, it can be um, anger coming out, but a broader a word for that could be anxiety. So, and we are, as I said before, we are looking for the emotion. We are looking for the emotion in the body. So what I ask you to do now is um, focusing on your body. And find out where do you feel anxiety in the body? And maybe you say, "But I don't find any anxiety right now. I'm kind of happy and and calm. And then where there is where where I ask you to like focus on on some problem that you have. Either it's finance or relationship or job or your appearance or your weight. I don't know, but sorry to say, but just for some minutes focus on a negative thing in your life or maybe it's like i don't think i can do this i have this goal and it never manifests in my life so just take your individual challenge and feel into your body where does how does it feel in your body is there a sensation in the chest like a Oh, something pressure or butterfly in the stomach or are you getting sad or what is happening in the body. So just choose your place and whenever you found it, you measure that intensity of the feeling on a scale from 0 to 10. And 0 is uh, I don't feel anything at all. And then I guess you wouldn't have chosen that uh, area. And 10, I feel it's so intense. I'm kind of panicking, panicking right now. So just choose your number of this feeling. How intense is this feeling? And you remember that. And then start tapping with me. So you start on the... On the side of the hand, on the fleshy part, between your little finger and the wrist, you tap with the other hand's finger, and repeat after me. This anxiety in my body. It's feeling so intense. And even though I have this feeling, I love and accept myself. This feeling inside my body. It takes so much place. It stops me from feeling calm and happy. And even though I totally accept and love myself, there's anxiety in my body, and I accept and love myself. And now you start tapping uh, on the inner eyebrow. This anxiety. And you repeat after me, and then you move to the other other point, and that is next to your eye. This anxiety in my chest, in my stomach. This anxiety in my body. Under the nose, this anxiety in my body, it feels like a prison. And you just repeat after me. On the shin, this anxiety in my body. Under the collarbone, this feeling in my body. Keeps me trapped. Under the arm. This feeling in my body. And on the top of the head. This feeling inside my body. Is so intense. Breathe in. Big breath in and a big breathe out. And then keep tapping on the inner eyebrow. Even though I have this feeling inside my body. And move to next to the eye. I accept myself. Under the eye. This intense feeling under the nose. I do accept myself even though I have that. On the shin. I don't want it. On the collarbone. But I am ready to accept it. Under the arm, this intense feeling in my body. On top of the head, I do remember times when I was cold. Inner eyebrow, I'm ready to accept the feeling inside my body. The side of the eye, even though I don't like it. Under the eye, it only feels threatened. Under the nose, it's only scared that it won't succeed. On the shin, it's only longing for love and calmness. And under the collarbone, I do remember how it was to be loved and calm. Under the arm, it was such a release to feel safe. On top of the head, I really acknowledge this intense feeling in my body and I can see what it's longing for. And another deep breath. And inside the eyebrow again. I'm ready to Breathe into this intense feeling. Side of the eye. I'm ready to accept and love this feeling. Under the eye. Because that is what it's longing for. Under the nose. And I do want to take care of that feeling. On the shin. it's okay. It's all right. Under the collarbone, you can relax now. under the arm, I've got you. And on the top, I love and accept my feelings so much that I'm ready to release it. And then you take another deep breath. And now you go into your body again and you look for that special sensation of anxiety and you see whether or not it's there, if it has shifted, if the number you gave it is different. And maybe there are still some anxiety left because we haven't like done it in detail what is your personal story about this anxiety what is it that you need to see and take care of and release so maybe there are anxiety left so we take that as well so start tapping on the side of the hand again and uh, repeat after me the remaining stress and anxiety in my body. And even though I have that, I still love and accept myself. And I choose to feel calm and I choose to feel loved. The remaining stress and anxiety in my body, even though I feel that, I choose to feel joy and calmness even though there are stressful things in the world. And the remaining stress and anxiety in my body. And even though I still got them, I love. And accept myself fully. And go to the inner eyebrow, the remaining stress and anxiety in my body. Side of the eye, I totally accept and love myself no matter what. Under the eye, the remaining stress and anxiety in my body. Under the nose, maybe it's time to realize how much love I am surrounded of. On the shin, Maybe I can open up for all that love to help me. Under the collarbone, I can really feel that love in my body now. Under the arm, I can really feel that support in my body now. On top of the head, I choose to acknowledge the love and support I have. And we take a final breath around that. And just enjoy life in your body and choose to feel what you're feeling right now. And you can go to the sensation again, tap into the number. Did it change? Is it still there? And even though it's still there right now, just enjoy the shift, enjoy what happened, enjoy life force in you.
0: That is so beautiful. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I didn't dare tap because of the microphone, but just tuning into the energy and following the words, that in itself, Mm. it just felt like a warm blanket. Yeah. Yeah, like being hugged. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: That is also something I do, you know. Sometimes when I sit in different places where it doesn't feel appropriate to tap,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: do what you maybe did. I'm kind of mindful tapping. Mm. I just imagine the fingers tapping on the different points. Yeah. And then I noticed, oh, well, something is happening. Something is shifting, even though.
0: Yeah, it's just getting it, getting it up to the surface as well, and realizing and just accepting yourself
1: yeah isn't it Mm.
0: yeah thank you so much for doing this with us and um if there is anyone who wants to do uh, eft by themselves at home is there anything they should think about or is it can they just you know take this and run with it
1: yeah um to think about is to tap on everything even that which you think is oh a little tapping won't help that. Mm-hmm. I mean, tap of everything because, uh, yeah, we don't know the power of the energy. Mm. And the other thing is to, it's like you start on the heavy part and then you come into, you like kind of guide the energy. Mm. You come into a more neutral part and then you end when the when it is released, when you are like a happy energetic state. So you do like one, two, three. So there is uh, a way to go to guide oneself into the more energetic part, the more true part of life, mm. because I think it's more like a a little ignorant or we start by not recognizing the truth about life. That is what I think. So we want to end when we see the truth clearly again.
0: Mm. Don't you agree? Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: And sometimes it's like a little problem with which words should I use. Mm -hmm. But as long as you are so authentic to yourself as possible, that will be good. So whatever words is possible, just to keep yourself attuned into whatever happening, what is happening into your body. Don't be mechanical. Don't be rigid, but feel inside of you what is most What is the most authentic way of describing this thing happening to me right now? Oh,
0: that's good, because I know when I started tapping, I know it was uh, it was one of the words. I can't remember which one, if it was accept or allow or I accept myself or allow myself to feel like this. It was something that it just didn't sit with me at that point. And so I I changed it in my tapping and then. I could more get into it, so we just as you say, don't get too rigid about the words or the no. f- follow your own fo- vocabulary.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yes, definitely. And what we didn't mention is that it has been a lot of, you know, there have been a lot of interest in EFT, so mm-hmm. they have done a lot of researches around it, and it's definitely proven to lower your stress. That is one of many. Uh, consequences of uh, tapping yeah and when the stress is low in the body your whole immune system boosts. i mean everything works more so much better so yeah so i just wanted to n- mention that
0: yeah and i'm sure if, mm. if there's someone who's interested in this that there is plenty of it to google uh to see yeah. The results yeah yeah definitely yes yeah. So and today you are situated in Stockholm and um, do you practice online if there is someone who is not Swedish who would like to um get in contact with you or do you want prefer to have uh, one-on-ones live? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, but no, I practice online as well. Okay. Uh
1: yes, that I do. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and I will I will uh, put your the link to your uh webpage so if there is anyone who want to uh, contact you they can just look at that. And that's below this uh, podcast. Awesome. So now we are going over to, I always have five questions to my guest uh, to get the different perspectives. Uh, I love that because we have so many roads leading to the same goal <laughs> to connect mm-hmm. with our uh, pure heart. Or I call it pure heart, but some call it inner light or soul or divine. Um, so when I say heart now, it's that force that we have our core force within us. Mm. So th- what I'm wondering, because I'm sure that like all of us, it's not like we are <laughs> floating through life on a banana peel, but there are ups and downs and we get thrown off here and there. And if you are feeling like you are uh, thrown off, uh, what is your top trick to connect back to your heart? And can can you tell when you are not listening to its uh, you know, calling for you to do something.
1: Yes. I think that I know that I am offline when I get, I have this, I guess I'm not the only one. I have this like nagging voice inside my head. And when I feel into it, it speaks from fear. And to feel into it and to hear it, I need to be aware. So a consciousness of who is thinking and who is what is the feeling is my top trick and that is only awareness like having someone here that is aware awake and just questioning okay what is the feeling inside my body if i know if i feel ah oh, it's fear then i know the fear is telling me that, that i'm out of alignment mm. so whatever the thoughts are whatever I'm thinking, if it creates fear inside of me, I know that is the alarm clock. Mm. So I think that awareness is like 75% of the work because then I can take myself back by just reminding myself of of that which I know is true. Mm. And of course, tapping, I do tapping, but I also, you know, only just breathe, only recognizing the now, only open your eyes to see what's around you, uh, acknowledging the chair you are sitting on, acknowledging all the the ground the ground you are walking on, the scent in your nose. There is also ways of quickly taking me back.
0: Mm. Yeah, I I was actually because I do these morning meditations and I I, mm. I kind of when I do my meditations I also. Channel uh, So I get messages or uh, information or whatever. And actually, this morning, it was just to um, how important it is to be present. And we all know this with mindfulness and everything, but just it's, it's so easy to get sucked into planning and being in the future and that's not where we create when we do that when we visualize and and go into the future but the other times we need to be right here right now and just experience like you say the chair or the wind or whatever it is and um, it may sound fluffy (laughs) uh, or something but but it's so it's so important it actually is really important
1: yeah, but I also think that sometimes we need, we, we have an, an urge or we have a, like a longing that things are getting really complex. We can't be, you know, it, it needs to be complex to find the divine, to to go with the flow. But if you see that it's so close, like one breath away, mm. and it's not that difficult at all. Just like lay all your methods aside and all your weapons and all your strategy and just take a breath. Yeah. Then you're there. Yeah. And then you like have everything which you thought that you had to go miles to get. Yeah. So it's also courage to just do the simple thing. And see what that leads you to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Big, big, big courage uh, in a lot of times. So sometimes I also feel like it's, you know we have we have so such a strong egos or minds and sometimes it's uh, it can be difficult to differ. Is this my egos want or society pull or is this actually my heart's want? And how do you differ those when it shows up? How do you know when it's your heart or it's your yeah. mind? Yeah. Mm. I think it is from the
1: same same feeling that my. Whenever it likes, it feels clarity kind of a like. It feels it's nothing special at all. There is just a voice that is kind, mm. and it's clarity around it, and and it all, often feels fills me with joy, and that I know that oh, I, I take this step, I do this, I say that, and I feel calm, and that's enough. It's not that. Big difference between me and that voice whatever you can call it and um, I think that you know to take, to take uh, sometimes I feel that when I'm so into my identity of my Scylla identity yeah you know I'm, I'm, I need to do that because otherwise how will it be for Scylla uh, I need to protect myself from that how will it be for Scylla then it's part of the fearful story. And uh, so whenever I can just relax from that identity, i is being taken care of and I don't have to like particular
0: make strategies around that. Sometimes we, we know that, okay, this is what my heart wants. And then it's time for action. And yeah. the action can be, as you say, you need courage. And sometimes we know what the hearts want, but we still go the other way because we don't have the the strength or the energy or the courage to do this. But can you think of an example when you knew that your heart was telling you something and you follow it, even though your mind was saying, ah, should you really do this, you know? Yeah, well, I
1: think think I've done that quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And that that has also, at least in the past years or, or still today, my mind gets so confused because it's not like we planned it to be. It's not like, mm, because it doesn't, it can't predict the future. It can't guarantee itself survival. And so it gets a lot of confusion in my head. But I think my heart kind of rules, mostly. Yeah, I think so. And yeah. then again, it rules in the most strange way. Suddenly, <laughs> I find myself beginning to, I'm suddenly in a band, and drumming. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Know that. that was the, No, I didn't know that myself until two months ago of what it was. But that definitely felt like my heart is saying yes to that. Hmm. And, you know, my mind is saying, oh, please do a lot of more hours for the online courses so you can help other people around the world. Hmm. Even that doesn't feel like my heart is saying that. That is my mind saying that. My mind, my heart is saying, can we go drumming, please?
0: Yeah, I think that is the way we are about to live now. The one that's going with the flow and and doing things you didn't know you. Okay, so, oh, wow, I am enjoying drumming. You know, who knew? And how do we know what life force want us to do?
1: Exactly. How do we know how to be at the biggest service to the world? Yeah. Maybe having fun and drum Mm. is a good thing to do. You know,
0: mm, mm.
1: so even and I think that is important for us helpers as well. I, I realized once that for me being identified as a
0: helper is sometimes I'm
1: not helping because I need also to relax that identity.
0: Yeah. And to actually understand that we and everybody are helping by Having fun, and I mean having fun in the way that you know you are appreciating life and, and uh, mm. doing what floats your boat. And sometimes it is drumming, and sometimes it's EFT with 10 people. Yeah, definitely. So then we get into the gratitude of life, and that is, of course, a, like a really uh, speedy way to create more of what we enjoy. But sometimes mm. I think a lot of people we forget to be appreciative about ourselves. And we just also we are appreciating the sun or the moon or everything, and then we forget what we do ourselves. So do you have a tip for this? Yes, I really
1: think you're into something there that if we're not seeing ourselves as wow, the best, most amazing gift or miracle, I mean, then we can't receive, I mean, God. Or whatever the name of, the, or whatever we call the the flow of life, we need to be open to that. The best version of ourselves. For example, when I when I see myself in the mirror, at least for past times, I was always like, ah, it could be better. Oh no, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. You know, and <laughs> and then I like I have I, I was kind of. I won't leave this mirror until I see the beauty, uh, and I will look for it. And that is, uh, I will appreciate this body as a walking goddess. And if I don't do that, how can I imagine that this life will be harmonious and balanced? Yeah. So I will see myself as a manifestation of the goddess, and I will admire myself as that. And I will look for the goddess in you, and I will look for the god in you. And I know when I see something else that it's only our way of not trusting that we can get what we want. We, we have this strategy of being that and that and that, but it's only not recognizing yeah ourselves.
0: Yeah, and when going through life's ups and downs, when do you feel, when are you most connected in life? When do you feel, okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm tuned in? Is there special yeah. moments? or? I really feel there is a lot of moments. And one of the moments
1: is when I, um, when I meet clients, mm-hmm. when I talk to you, when we dive deep, when, when you know the identity and the roles are a little softened, not so, so hard. Mm. I feel, feel that is where the connection is. Mm. That uh, I can relax into that, and then it starts to flow, and I don't have to check what is say, what is the words coming out, and I can just enjoy creativity in life. So really, meeting people and talking and being together—that
0: is one of the moments Mm. I get connected. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I have people sometimes say, "Oh, wouldn't you like to go and you know." Like to Tibet and become a monk or do this. And I'm like, no, I want to be among people. <laughs> yes. Because yes. that's, I mean, I, I love the people who are doing that, but that's not my personality. I want to get out and connect and and try this stuff. And, and you know. And I was thinking, sometimes I've, I've had this uh,
1: feedback that I'm kind of stuck in feminine and masculine. Terms and maybe those are not the right words for describing, but sometimes I feel that sitting alone in a cave, sitting alone in meditation, it's kind of a masculine practice, and being in in, uh, life itself, relationships, laughing, dancing, enjoying your body, it's like a feminine practice. So I think that to unite them both, but not... Yeah. Not only do one, because then you get
0: imbalanced. Mm. That
1: is what I think.
0: Yeah. What do you think? To unite the both. And I think for so long, there's been like this false perceptions of what is masculinity and what is uh, feminine. Uh, Mm. And they have finally started to, and I'm not talking now about gender, being a male or being a female, but Oh, of course, no, yeah, the energy around it, and it's mm. finally starting to to blend, and it's yeah, I mean, both are so beautiful, and we have both within us and need to have them on balance and if yes. we reject one, then we are unbalanced, and then yes, it's so much harder to create, I think so true. yeah, This was so lovely speaking to you. Is there anything you would like to add to the listeners?
1: Um well I can add your homepage because it's <laughs> like oh it was such a beautiful homepage and it was I loved it because it was so easy to understand I love when a homepage is not filled with words okay. and it was so easy to to find the ebooks and guided meditation and everything so that is uh, a tip
0: if you haven't found Maria's homepage Please look it up. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Mm. So thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So it's time for some meditation. And if you want to have a break, now is a good time to pause and maybe just stand up and shake your body a little before we go into this. It was such a beautiful session with Silla and the EFT. So sometimes we just need to shake it off before we step into next igniting meditation. And please get seated with your back straight and your palms up or if you're lying down your palms up. And we start by taking three deep breaths. Then imagine that there is a pillar of divine bright light, a universal energy that is coming from above and it's going down through you and around you, covering your body inside and out and continuing down into Mother Earth. And We now have this divine universal energy keeping us balanced on this journey and we take another deep breath and imagine that you are standing at the beginning of a beautiful forest and there is a path leading in that we are standing on and it's a beautiful day the perfect temperature a blue sky if that is your preference and maybe you feel a slight breeze caressing your body and as we look into this forest that is green and lush it is like the path in front of us is being lit up a light coming from Mother Earth almost like we are walking into a tunnel of light surrounded with trees nature, birds, insects and before we start to take our first step on this beautiful path We let go of a heavy rucksack or a heavy bag that we've been carrying. Maybe you feel it on your back and put it down. Maybe you have it over your shoulder, something in your pockets. You don't need to know what it is, just that it's been or it is something heavy that it, we are. Letting go off at this entrance of this beautiful forest and tunnel of light. And you can just imagine yourself putting it down on the ground. Maybe you throw it away, whatever comes up for you in this moment. And feel your body feeling lighter, freer. Maybe there's a growing sense of joy, of love, a feeling that anything is possible even before we take the first step into this beautiful energy of nature now we stand ready to take our first step and maybe you feel you are being invited or hear or sense and if nothing don't worry your energy is doing this for you so you can just sit back and relax and keep on following the journey further down the path, there is a being of light that is calling for you, waving to you and we start to move in this direction, feeling light, feeling the love that is surrounding us feeling the joy that is lifting our energy that is all around us within this beautiful path of light surrounded with nature's beauty nature's colors it is almost like we are breathing for the first time light carefree and we keep walking maybe you pass animals or anything growing in this beautiful forest and it could be anything you know or just whatever image comes up. There is no right or wrong and this being of light that is waving to us we are getting closer and there is a beautiful feeling of familiarity that this is something we know, someone, an energy and it's sparkling and shining the closer we get the warmer we feel the more love within our body and as we get really close we see that it is a part of ourselves a beautiful, free, loving part of our energy that is waiting for us to connect to come back and it is eager to enter into our body as it's been living here in this beautiful place waiting for us to arrive, to reconnect and let whatever feelings comes up be the right one for you right here and now. This part of us exists only out of love and joy, appreciation, nurtured by this beautiful energy in the nature that is surrounding us and maybe before we emerge maybe there is a question you like to ask this beautiful part of yourself something you like to know big or small You can ask your question and just sit back and wait to see the answer Maybe it arrives direct, maybe it will arrive in a week, in a month further down the line Just know that you will get your answer from your higher light and if you don't have a question right now you can always come back or you can ask your energy to ask a question for you Just keep breathing, taking in whatever comes, whatever feeling, thought or vision. Just let it move through you without controlling, without holding on. And if you now like, you can ask this part of you. To take its place within your body, to open your gates to this beautiful energy, to move through you, around you. you hear a sound or feel some sensation in your body as it moves in, taking its rightful place, without us interfering of where and how, just allowing and accepting. take a deep breath. And as we now look out into this forest, it is no longer like we are walking in a tunnel of light, because we are the light. We are one with the light. within this beautiful green forest and we walk out on the other side into a colorful world feeling love moving through us feeling a sense of ease and relief to have found this part of ourselves. And we look back into the forest that is always here for us and we give thanks for helping us today to reconnect with this part of our energy and we give thanks to mother earth and father universe and our Higher self for joining us today and you can start to come back into the place or the space where you started back into your body start to move your hands, your feet, your neck Maybe clap your hands and stamp your feet, and I thank you for listening. So, welcome back. Wow, what a beautiful energy that was! And I felt a little bit surprised because it was like we were, when I was starting to count down or we were going into the energy, it's like we were already there. So, it was a quick connection. I know that some of you see. Uh, your journey and some maybe feel it and some nothing at all you just know that it's nice to relax and get this energy and that doesn't matter because just by you being here listening to this the energy will do the work for you so whether you got these beautiful images or maybe sounds or feelings or nothing just a relaxed time then know that you've done the work and you found your peace that we were to found in this beautiful place and I felt it was such a relief to take off this heavy backpack that we did in the beginning and I also felt like it was a bit of extension of the EFT work we did before with releasing anxiety and fear and everything that goes into that. So it was a bit like this was the last part of the rest, (laughs) if you didn't get down to a zero. And we now released this backpack before we took our step into the forest and aligned with our beautiful, loving, energetic part that's been waiting for us here. And that's been nurtured by Mother Earth and nature and this beautiful energy. And then we walked out on the other side with this peace now within us so as always sometimes the transformation or the ignition comes really fast and sometimes it can take a week or a month or a year so i always recommend to write down any feelings or thoughts or insights that comes up while doing these to then go back and just for our mind to have something to uh, get this sort of aha moment and uh, and also to uh, to reawaken Because it's so easy for us to fall into our routines and days and then sometimes we just need like a a little word or image or something to take us back to this, to the energy. Even if it's always with us, we can choose unconsciously sometimes to go another direction and then it's good to have these small nudges of uh, help to get us back gold nuggets of help to get us back so again a really really big heartfelt thank you for Silla who was joining us today and talked about EFT and the session we did to release anxiety it was beautiful and I'm going to go back and do it myself with the tapping and not only in my head i really didn't dare to tap because i thought it would uh, make a sound in the microphone (laughs) so if you enjoyed this please subscribe if you haven't already and share it with your friends and i will be doing a full moon meditation in the week to come there is a lot of things happening i will also do a september energy read and balancing meditation for that that's for my patrons and if you want to become a patron you can you have the link below in the text and there are different levels and uh, when you're a patron you both help me to continue to do this work as well as get some extra bits for yourself and your inner journey. And if you like to do one-on-one with me, you can check out my shop where I have a few different options. And I just feel so so light right now and so free and I'm really going to enjoy what this energy has brought to all of us and it doesn't matter when time you are listening to this and you can always go back and do it uh, as many times as you like and if you ask the question to your to your energy that we met then don't force the answer and don't expect it to be something just let it arrive as it is as it comes and when the answers comes that we've been asking we know it's like we know in the instant we ask and then sometimes we start to analyze that could that be this or that and please don't do that and just let the answer be the right one for you so i hope you are staying safe and uh, meditation jam will be back again in a fortnight so next sunday the 6th of september i'm doing an online group pure heart ignition which you can join and it is six dollars join and if you're a patreon you have it for free and you will have the possibility to uh, chat if you have any questions after the ignition and i'm not sure what the subject will be yet but i'm feeling it brewing so i think i will have it by the uh, beginning of the week what subject we will be tuning into there so again have a beautiful fortnight and i see you again in two weeks time if not before Thank you for listening. Satnam.